Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s... She looked like a million bucks. ...scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes... Nearly $10 million was all gone. It's just unbelievable. Hide your money in your old rich men, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glazer Podcast. Here's Nikki. Hello, here I am. It's the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Welcome to the show. It is Wednesday. Wednesday. Um, I'm in St. Louis, Missouri with Andrew Collin. What's going on? Is there a different look going on here today? Did you get a haircut? Mustache. But there's something else, too. I thought I got used to the mustache, but something looks different. Really? No boots. Shoeless. Shoeless Sandra Jackson. Sandals. You got some flippies? Some flippy floppies, some reefs. You know, it's getting 90 degrees out. I know, it's Time so to hot. Let the I, toes hang. I forget how hot it is outside because yeah. it's so cold up in this bitch. I walk out there, I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's too hot. It is getting really hot. I mean, it's scary. I Things mean, aren't looking good. Look. You get to boil an egg out there or whatever. <laughs> Have you, um, what'd you do yesterday? After the pod? No, before the, I don't know. And are you stalling to think by saying after the pod? So like. That's like when people go, that's a really good question. Can I have a minute? Um, can I have a minute? No, I, can I have a minute is actually being honest. Can I have 30 seconds? Can I have seven seconds? That's being honest. Saying, that's a good question when you're waiting, when you're trying to figure out what to say. That's someone stalling and trying to. 
Yeah, you know. That is a really good question why I was texting that other girl. It's interesting. I'm really glad you asked that. It's interesting you say that. (laughs) Yeah, before the pod. Because I was thinking about that myself. After the pod. Um, Golf. It is interesting, though, when you do listen to some of these podcasts and they speak so slow. I don't know how people do it. Let's try to speak slow. What do you think would happen? Like, like, let's try. So, ask me that question, Andrew. What did you do yesterday? Hmm. Yeah, it's interesting you asked that. Um, you know, the times you know we're in now. It's tough to really do anything with gas prices going through uh, the roofs. Here's the problem: it's why hard. we talk fast is because we're not smart. We not smart? Yeah. Or because we are smart. We're not smart. So we talk fast because people, the information (laughs) we're giving is not that (laughs) dense and it doesn't have a lot in it. So if we, it's the same reason I do four podcasts a week, then no one can go, your podcast sucks. And I go, well, I give it to you four times a week, motherfucker. Whereas if someone was like, no one can tell. But don't you think some of your points that are actually dense and are smart because I think you're underplaying Yeah, I slow those down. I do. I slow them down a little bit. You have Noah slow it down in post? No, I just slow down my talking and I go, listen, I think that this, like I have a more deliberate tone. Yeah. But when we're just saying stupid shit, it's just like. I know, it's hard. Because I listen to Sam Harris on one speed. I don't speed him up. I listen to Conan, 1.25. I, sometimes I got to slow it down because he's just so fast. But like the more comedy and comedic and easygoing it is, the faster I want it to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I think people who talk slow either do it so that they can be understood and they're trying to make a good point, or they are narcissists. <laughs> oh, and they're just their time is not I, your time. I'm I'm definitely have narcissistic tendencies. There's no fucking question about it. I really do constantly consider how. I don't think people, um, I'm always considering how other people probably don't want to be listening to me. As much as I do put out stuff to be listened to, <laughs> I'm chronically ta- like uh, doing things to avoid someone going, you suck, and then saying, well, that's why I do, that's why I work so much, I realize, is because when I put out one thing, everything is on that one thing. But if I do a ton of stuff, I can go, I'm so busy. That's why it's bad. I always have an out. Or if, you know, my my stand-up show, that's why I do a meet and greet afterwards. Because I want people to get something out of it that literally they couldn't get anywhere else. Which is, I know what I'm, I'm I know I'm good at stand-up. But what I'm best at is being personable with people. And mm-hmm. making them feel seen in a way that I, if I was meeting the Dixie Chicks like I did in 1998, would have liked them to have met me. When I met the Dixie Chicks, you just walked in and stood behind their chairs and didn't say anything to them and just snapped a picture and then moved on. Wow. And so I just am like, okay, I, I'm constantly aware that um, I'm probably not enough. It's low self-esteem. I re- realize that. I obviously do sometimes have sel- high self-esteem. but. And then sometimes you self-destruct. I do it too. Well, but- yeah. But but then why, if you're so worried about that, but then mm. you also then will lean into things where you're like, it comes across like you're fu- like, fuck it, I'll say whatever the hell I want. Um, Because okay. then also, I, because I know I'm right in those t- times. If I'm on my vegan you said you know, a, soapbox. You were talking fast. Well, that was out of courtesy <laughs> for people being like, shut up, bitch. But I'm still going to say it because I know that it's a difference between knowing I'm right and knowing I'm talented. 
Like I question my talent all the time. I always feel like an imposter. And I know this is like hard to hear for people who are like, but I'm a huge fan of yours. If Taylor Swift said she wasn't talented, I might be like a little bit hurt. Like, wait, you think you're shit? What do, but I think you're a god. Um, every single talented person thinks they're not talented secretly. Even you know, everyone who listening to this has has yeah, I, imposter syndrome. I have it too. And um I think that though I I but when it comes to veganism, that's what I always say. And I'm not gonna get this is I'm talking about veganism, not about it. I'm not gonna go on a rant. I'm just touching on it i just know i'm right so there's no i have no uh imposter syndrome of like that is as right as you know should i kick my dog or not kick my dog that to me is like there's just no there's no moral uh, yeah. uh argument to be had like it's done like the argument's done and so and there's so few things in life that i'm so sure of that and that's probably one of the only things i'm sure of that and i'm sure that i'm not as talented as people think i am <laughs> but then sometimes I do think I'm really talented. Do you ever get like really caught? Like yes, sometimes I look in the mirror and I'm course. like, you're the hot. Like Amy used to have a joke about this where she's like, do you ever like look in the mirror and you're like, I'm a fucking model. Like she used to have a joke and, and so I don't want to even say anything that sounds like I'm ripping that off. But I really do relate to that of like sometimes I definitely am like, I'm one of the most talented people ever. I'm one of the hottest people ever. Like, I feel so good. Well, I think... And I, I can feel the opposite of that within minutes. I think our brains are similar in regards to... One, how we feel about ourselves depending on how we're actually feeling, like, internally. You know what I mean? Like, I think our... Depending on our mood, even before we start to think about how talented we are, am I sad that day? Am I depressed that day? It's yeah, really... Everything is dependent on your emotional state. Yeah. For sure. But, like... At least me to a, a like one morning I could wake up thinking I'm a brilliant comedian. The next day I I can't even think because yes. I'm. And then in regards to it's looks, all emotional. I literally like I have dysmorphia, a little bit of the face where I'll look at the mirror and I'll go, "You're a handsome man." And then literally the next morning when I had a little bit of soy the night before, yeah, my face starts going. I look puffier. I so look, it's not dysmorphic. And I just see my, you. Maybe I am. I don't know. Do look, but no. do I? No, no. But that is the thing. Do I look No, we all different? have body dysmorphia because we're all seeing pictures of ourselves that are not what we see in the mirror. When you look in the mirror, yeah. you're seeing a the image that you're looking at. Your eyes are on the different side than when in a picture. Mm. So you're, it's a flip. It's If we flipped every photograph, yeah. it would match more accurately what you see in the mirror. But we aren't, you know, we're not symmetrical. So we're all seeing this image in the mirror and we're used to it. And then we look at a picture and we're like, what the hell is that? And it's because it's at a different angle that we're not used to. Even if it's straight on, it is not oriented to what our face looks like. The other day I was on Instagram Live and doing, uh, just doing wacky filters yeah. that they have on there. And I did the one that's like a bunny nose. And then the rest of your face gets like sucked in, bigger eyes, smooth skin, <laughs> small nose. Well, no, no, no. The nose is a rabbit nose, but still smaller than mine. Um like pink cheeks it just becomes and then you get used to that and you're like i'm fucking stuck the smallest little things that you can't even they're imperceptible that it's people were logging on not having known that i was doing this other filter and they're like you look so pretty and i'm like it changed my face shape you guys like yeah we're being lied to constantly about what we look like and even with our own eyes there's this crazy thing crazy crazy thing that i came across on reddit that is not able to i cannot do it on 
the podcast, it would be like not interesting radio at all or even for the video podcast. But they have, it's this weird phenomenon that is almost related to what we're talking about where they have, t- you look at a, a, a crosshatch, like a square, you know, like a, um, you know, a cross in the middle of this uh, screen. It's like two lines, mm-hmm. you know, an axis. And then on b- both sides, there are faces, normal looking faces that just like flip and switch to different faces, just all different faces. And they're normal looking. And you just stare at the center and be- like on the right and the left are the faces, but they're in your periphery and you just stare and then they keep changing. And within four seconds, they start looking like aliens they start looking like monsters with big teeth and big googly eyes and crazy like weird eyebrows like it looks like there are monsters Mm -hmm. all of a sudden and then you you go no way are these the face the faces are definitely changing to monsters they're normal people and it is so why why well some people in the comments said that perhaps it's because when we cannot see what is next when we are in a position where we cannot tell what is coming at us or what kind of threats there are where we can't get a good we look at it. We see the worst just in order to alarm us enough to, you know, err on the side of that thing is going to come get us. I'm sa- I, I said it I to gotta see so many people yesterday. Because you is, would think they're changing it, huh? It, you would think yeah. it, it is so insane how these faces look. They look like Picasso. In what terms kind of, of motherfucker thinks of something like this? I mean, it, it's called some kind of effect. You know, it's a, a yeah. scientific effect. But I mean, do you think kids nowadays, because of filters, like their reality, ever since they're five years old, is filled like is fucking with like changing your face, whatever. And it's just nor it's just normal. It's not like when yeah. I see a filter, I still think that's not me. That's not me at all. Like. I have this idea of what I look like and if I fuck with it at all. But do you think kids... We still have mirrors and so that is helpful. That's true. And those stay, yeah. But sometimes you get a skinny mirror and you go, ooh, my, my, my. And with good lighting. Ugh. You know, like, did I tell you about the... Um, like, I, I... So this weekend, Matt was taking pictures, as he always does, of us on tour and he's actually just gotten so good at it that sometimes we'll hire a photographer and his photos are better than the person that mm-hmm. brings the equipment. And he took this picture of me this weekend and I've definitely gained weight recently and he cropped it in a way. Like, so after the show, him and Anya go back to their hotel room and then we'll get like eight pictures sent to us that they edit like by, at like 1 a.m. So like they'll be up on their laptops just hanging out decompressing and then we get, and I just picture them in there and Anya seeing a picture of me and going, you should crop out like I just know she won't post that because her fat is kind of coming out of the top. Like I just feel my friends editing for me, and I hate it. There's something I so funny hate about when people edit Anya photos putting of me. glasses on. To go, I know it. Too fat. <laughs> like, no, like, I, I've done it to friends no, I before know, where I go, "Don't funny. show her that picture. She'll yeah. fucking kill herself." Because I know my friend's sensitivity. But Matt sent this precariously cropped photo <laughs> of where it just cropped right under my boobs, like where you know there might be a roll of fat because I was bent over, kind of doing this praying hands, and it was cropped in this way that I was just like, the next day I go, "Hey, can you send me the full image of that? Like, I want to know the truth." And he's like, I don't even know where it is. I, I don't know. I, I, I think that's the way I shot it. And I go, no, no, no. This is cropped. Please send it to me. So then he sends me another one, and it's not the same picture. Oh. And I was like, these t- pictures are different. And I, sh- I toggled between them and screen recorded. Did you so put I a cross sh- in between them? Yeah, I mean, that's honestly, I looked like a monster. <laughs> no, I just, yeah, I just don't ahead. like people editing photos of me. I don't like, 
you know, yes, I sometimes will toy with lighting so to make me look better photo? or I will do, you know, a, a, a different angle. I will never, ever edit my face. I will never do a, a, a tint on something to like, I don't, because I just want to know the truth. It's the same way I feel about Tinder photos. Like, why would you ever put like better looking photos than you can be? I want to be. But that's almost a problem for me because people look so good in photos and I'm always taking, you know, the best of a batch, but I won't edit them. And so I'm on this F-Boy Island poster that's coming out that my publicist sent me. Yeah. And it's me and the three girls who are a decade and a half younger than me. And we're all like on these rocks looking seductive. Mm-hmm. And the publicist sent me it and was like, hey, this is the key art for F-Boy. Um, your arm does not look as skinny as it is. Do you want us to do something about it? And I was like, no, no. What? And and then I look at the photo because I'm like, oh, what's this going to be? It looks definitely like, you know, an arm that is like not, it's being pushed against my side. You know, like how it like, you know, your thighs like fan out when you sit down. It looks like that for an arm. So like it doesn't look as thin as my arm is, but I was just like, no, because it, and I'm not doing it for the the children of the world to be a good example <laughs> and to show a real woman's body. I I'm a skinny woman, so it's not like I'm like representing anything that you know whatever. I'm just saying I didn't do it because I don't want to lie to myself because then I have to. I I hate that Nikki Welcome Home Nikki Glazer is on and I have to post clips from it because I do not look like I gained 20 pounds since that show shot. So every time I post a clip from it, I look like this little twig and then the next picture is like come see me in Boise and I'm like <laughs> eating a potato on stage and I've got I look like a potato and it's like I I I struggle with editing photos because I want to look like what I look like. But I can't help it when it's something from the past like that. And I'm, and I'm not trying to be like, this is me now. I, I literally won't even post. I paid thousands of dollars for this photo shoot years ago. And the photos are still usable. And my publicists want to use them. But I won't let them because it doesn't look like me anymore to me. And I think people will think, this is what I think. People will think I'm trying to look younger. And I don't want anyone to ever think that I'm trying to look uh, to, to lie. Okay. Well. Let's break this down when we get back. Yeah. Andrew! Do you look younger? Do you look bigger? Who really cares? Because we're all going to pass away. I'm glad flood. you didn't rhyme, keep rhyming that. Jesus Christ. Oh. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah, I would never. I, I know better to make a song too good. Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett-Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. 
It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. 
The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. What do you make of all that? I mean, it, it, because you like taking pictures where you look, I think really good. Like you'll you'll pick the lighting where you look really, really <laughs> debonair, and I I think that you don't mind a filter, right? You could literally go through my. I don't agree with that. I literally posted. If you look at my photos, I don't like look sexy anymore. Like I I think I've done that before, but like. Okay, I mean, but this is literally that, my last photo. Well, yeah, but that's. That but was then a you're joke. leaning into funny. Yes. This one's a good photo. Yes. Um, no, I mean, I put up go- good photos, but I'm just saying, um, wh- what do you make of. Or, no, I, I guess, what do you make of well, it? Well, what do I make of it? I make that, I think. How do girls. Fr- how do they do what, this? How do they crop themselves? How do, like, we have a friend, we have a mutual friend who always looks so filtered that I go. I don't recognize this person. Mm-hmm. How does she think that this is what she looks like in real life? Like that's what I don't understand with people when they do this stuff. I think that how do you keep it? There up? could be a what is the line? Because okay, let's say you get Botox. There's a line you gotta. You know, but if cut you get it out of your if face. you get Botox and you yeah. get like different things done to your face. Well, that's not a lie because photo. that is my face. That is not. Uh, that's the face I'm gonna walk around with. That's not a face that I'm editing okay. in a software. That makes sense. So it's still me. Yeah. Even body so shapewear, I, I don't even like Spanx. I think it's a lie. And I'm not doing it. But if you got the surgery, it'd be the honest. It'd yeah, because be honest. that's actually changed because my body. Actually I went through a bloody procedure. <laughs> I didn't just, you no, know. No, it's interesting. And sh- shapewear is really exhausting to wear and painful. And whenever I wear it, I can't stop talking about the fact that I'm wearing it because I don't want anyone to think that it's my natural state. If someone ever goes, you're hot on stage, what do I say? I have on fake eyelashes. I have on fake tan. I this. I have a cinched belt on. Mm-hmm. Like I need to. For some reason, I need people to know that I'm trash. Because I don't like. Because I feel like I've been misled by all these lies. Because I look at girls all the. And I'm not. And I'm really. I'm not get, doing it for the the children. I promise you that. But I think you do post photos where you do look fantastic. But and nothing you get, about that is. I'm, I'm not saying it's fake. I'm just saying that that it can come off as like, yes, I want to be completely honest, but also I want attention and likes from looking great. So right, but that, if I, but only when I actually look great on my yeah. own DNA merit and like because it's the way God made me and the way God made that lens and those. But then lights. you could argue. Then you keep going. Go well, the makeup and then this. Well, and I've the written lighting. that in captions. I've gone. Yeah. The lighting was amazing. Yeah. I'm sucking in so hard that my my stomach hurts. I always say that stuff. I'm and just I, trying to think of the filter because, like, let's say your arm in the photo before that looked actually like your arm, right? Like maybe that photo. With the angle, with the lighting, made your arm look bigger yeah, than it is. Cr- if they could take my arm from the other photo and put it in, that's yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, But that's, yeah. I, I will not have them take an inch off my arm and then change the way the rock formation is, like, you know. But I guess that's where, I mean, you could look at it that way, where, like, everything else is proportional and what you actually do look like. And then because of this angle, it looks shitty. So maybe you take your arm from the other arm. Like, so I, I don't know. I think it is. But why do girls feel better when they lie in photos and post a photo and get likes from that? I feel if I like even like when people are like, I like this special you did and I know that it was bad. I just I can't take that in. I can't take any of those compliments in because to me, I'm like, 
oh, they they are liking something that I know isn't good or is a lie. I would think their argument would be one, you're an attractive woman and they're not as attractive and being attractive, like you said, gets rewarded and they want to get rewarded but and it's a make lie. a career. Or maybe to but, them, they just like to them, what you feel is like subpar work they think is really exceptional. It's, it's perception. And I can understand it for work, but I'm wondering why how That's women can accept compliments when they've edited photos of themselves that doesn't look like them. How do they get, and are they getting self-esteem from it? They wouldn't keep doing it if they didn't. I think I'm it's just a wondering dopamine. How. I just think it's an elevated culture from heels and makeup and bras Oh, it's and just spanks. like an extension of it's the lies. It's just an lies. extension of the lies. Yeah, that makes sense. With extensions in there. I think it's a dopamine... <laughs> <laughs> I know, but like, don't you feel weird if you get a like when someone's like, you look, when people think I look beautiful when I have makeup on, it actually hurts my, it, it makes me feel sad. Yeah. And even when, and I, and I'll tell you, I don't like likes on photos where I look super hot. I don't get off from that because it actually depresses me because I go, look how people like me so much yeah, when I'm the prettiest version of myself I as that. opposed to just my normal self. Like being liked is really about the most shallow shit and it, it, it sends me into a depression. And okay, um, you're probably not going to accept this when I say it, but. When I see photos of female comics um, like on stage and it's a professional photo and they have makeup on and especially like your tour posts and stuff, I don't yeah. just like it because I think you look beautiful. I like it for the statement that it makes, which is, yes. all right, we have a woman out there. She's getting like, like the same type of um, uh production that a man would get she looks really good i like her top i like the way her hair looks it's yes i don't think it's, it's, it's that vein contains multitudes it's funny but i do know oh. that when i do post a picture that's not me on a stage and it's me on a beach just like looking hot in the golden hour lighting that gets more likes than me like helping out in an animal shelter do you know what i mean or like holding my niece and having a tender moment like that's where i go I mean, we know our society's shallow. It just like confirms it to me that I just, I guess it just stems from my thought that I'm unlovable unless I'm giving people what they want. And that depresses me because I just want to be lovable the way I am, even if I was like a burn victim. And that's why my favorite videos are the beauty queen fell in a fire and had to find a personality. Because But do you think you'd feel better? Let's say you go up on stage, you're wearing jeans, an old t-shirt, no makeup. I would never do that, ever, because I don't want to disrespect my audience. I want to put in effort. I but isn't the effort of being 100% off? No, that's another thing. My act isn't enough. I think that I'm not talented. <laughs> and so I'm not, at least I'm not saying a, you a girl should, who's... Yeah, I'm not you, saying you should do that. I'm just saying like that's the other option is to go... And then a lot of, but you know, then I wouldn't we'll do go that, the other way but completely. But I can't do that because for me, I think I'm not talented <laughs> yeah. enough. And I think people will go, her act sucked and she was not even good to look at. Because at least the girls that bring their husbands along that don't want to be there and are like, I hate female comics. I'm literally dressing hot so that they are like, well, at least she was hot and I could just fucking stare at her. Like, yeah. I, I, I know that's sad to admit, but I do. And I dress up. Because girls dress up for my show and I want to like mat. It feels like showing up to a party where you're underdressed. I would never dress like Adam Sandler with my stand up. I would never do that. Even if it was like, I feel ridiculous. I want to, 
you know. But you did it the one time in Canada um, because you because had to. Because I lost my luggage. No, 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 I know, but there's something. But there's that, an excuse. There's an excuse. If there's an excuse, I'll do it. Yeah. I, I can, that's so why, why I not like bondage it? so I don't have to fucking move because there's an excuse if I'm tied up. I, I can't do anything. I love a forced excuse. Yeah. Or a forced reason for why you can't. You should go half you, and half. That's why I, there's parts of me that sometimes go. It would be nice to be a burn. I'm not saying nice to be a burn victim. There'd be something freeing about not ever having the ability to ever be hot again. Yes. That 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 is taken from me because if it's if it's on the table, I always feel like a failure that I'm not wearing. I'm not trying enough. Like I have to go do a podcast today, Jason Nash's podcast. I think it has a huge following. There's going to be video of it. He he's always hanging out with these young YouTubers. There's going to be young people watching from it. Here? No, he's flying here to oh. film me for oh. it. But. Nice. Um, and I just feel like because it's video, I have to curl my hair. I have to dress up. I have to look presentable again because it's on video. Things that look, you know, visually pleasing are more fun mm-hmm. to watch. Um, and that's why I always tell you, like, fix your lighting. It's not because it'll things that look good are going to get <laughs> eyes on them because you want to look at things. That's why you, when you make your phone in grayscale, you don't want to be on it as much. It's not as pretty. It's not as satisfying. It's not because you're. You know, want to fuck your phone. I had the uh, there that green room we were in uh, the oh. second trip or second Pittsburgh had like nineteen mirrors in it, like, and so I could see my. <laughs> I was standing oh, yeah, in the center the room. I'm like, God, I look handsome, and then I caught like a side pro, and I think my side and whatever you wanted, but I feel like it's dog shit. Like from the side, my neck, I have this fat now that has gotten here. Like I'm getting older. Like my neck yes. looks fatter. My eyes look like, I don't know, indented a little. I just look, <laughs> I, I feel like my back of Everyone, my head yes, is, this is cut aging. off. I feel like the back of my head got cut off by a tomahawk <laughs> that someone like scalped me. Cutter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then my neck, this thing, I'm sucking my own dick all the time. Oh, tech neck, yeah. Which is cool, but it yeah. fucks my, my standing. So I see all this. <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> And it fucking drives me nuts. It really does. And then I go, I don't know. I, I maybe as a guy, there's less like. There's well, I'm not less saying that I, fr- I don't freak out when I see a bet. I and people are probably going to write to me and say, Nick, you sound really sick, and you should go back to get in some sort of recovery program. You should read this book about. Well, uh, you're not on camera constantly, unless you are, unless you're a newscaster that is to see your face every day, and you sit in hair and makeup every day, and you have to post f- photos of yourself every day, and you have to go on a video podcast <laughs> every day. And the second you wake up, you have to walk in your room and look at your, your fucking, you know, puffy face from not getting sleep last night and put some makeup on it and make yourself look good and then go to this video podcast and then go on Zoom and try to pitch a show on this. But with, <laughs> unless you're looking at your face all day, every day, and your part of your career is based on how you look, do not write me because you don't know what it's like. And this is why I talk this way. And I'm not crazy. I'm a little crazy. But the reason I'm so focused on my looks is because it's part of my job. And I wish I could be blind and not see it and deal with it. But people write me all the time and go, you sound so sick, girl. This isn't good for you. And it's just like, well, what do you do for a living? You have one school picture you take a year, teacher. Or maybe you're on Zoom and so you have to look at yourself, but like you shouldn't be. You should be teaching and maybe turn off your camera. Like there's solutions for you. For me, I have to fucking look at these photos and post them. And if I don't, then I just paid Matt 
money that is worthless because yeah. I can't have someone else go through the photos and post them because when I do that, people don't have the same taste as me and they'll post a photo where I'm like, oh my God, why would you? I have to look at this stuff. I got sent this a is clip why... yesterday that I didn't want to look at because yeah. I, I looked fat in it. I didn't want to look at it. I didn't want to feel bad about myself, but I had to because there's content within the clip and if it's not funny, I don't want to post it. My career is in that clip. And so I have to watch it. And then, so the I used to never look in the mirror before I was a stand-up. I didn't look at photos of myself. I didn't analyze things. I, I wouldn't be on Instagram if I weren't a comedian. I wouldn't because it's not good for my mental health. So I am just making do the best I can. I'm working in a bar and I'm an alcoholic. And I have Whoa. to deal with drinks and smell them and taste them all the time. And I'm an alcoholic. So why not do this? Why not? We've talked about this before. Can, you have... Uh, manage whatever you you have a team that could do your Instagram. You would never even have to look. I at just it. said because when they look at it, I don't I don't like the pictures they chose. I've tried oh, to outsource because, oh, okay. it before, and because yeah. when I finally see it, and I go. But what That's if they the just, worst one because but, sometimes your friends they'll go you look beautiful in this and you go what the fuck I yeah, look, yeah, you yeah, think yeah. I look like that like <laughs> there's no one you can really trust except yourself unless it's your old comedy and, by and the you way, just this post isn't usually how I feel I'm just saying this yeah. today like no I guess sometimes how I feel. When did huh? you get that F boy poster? That email? Oh, I got that m- months ago, and okay. I and and my publicist felt so bad because I wrote back and I go, I don't Photoshop my body, and I never will. What? And if- I I do not change my size. You know, I understand taking out imperfections in because they they do like retouch your face and things, but I will never change my size ever, 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 ever on anything I do. I'm as you okay. know, unless it's against my will and someone did it, and. And she, posting your stand-up. I could tell she was like freaked out. Like I, yeah. she was like made of grave. Because she pretty much said your arm looks fat. And then I go, no, I like it. I, I don't think it looks fat. And I'm like, so I wrote her, at, you know, separately being like, don't worry. I'm not mad at you. It's totally fine. You were looking out for me. You're right. It does look a little meaty. Um, yeah. What if, because we tried that, before, we talked about that before. If, you know, like someone like Nate Bargathy, right? He just puts up his stand-up. Just to stand up and then a picture, maybe one every 20. Yeah. Would that thing, do you think that would help you in your brain? Like, but then people don't pick the My right stand up clips. Oh, no. Because you have more. I have. The, you have so much you material. Think I, I would be doing stand up clips if they were easy for me. They are yeah. the most hard for me <laughs> because are they are harder. a moving picture of me, <laughs> which I actually love myself on video. I really, I have yeah, no Yeah, you look great on video. I can watch my, I can watch anything I do on mute. I can, I love it. It's my voice okay. plus the, my jokes and content that make me go, oh, God, you're so untalented. And then I can't post it. Gotcha. I literally can't post any clips. And I have shot five special. <laughs> wait, one, two, three, four, Get- five, <laughs> six specials I have. Seven. S- six or seven specials. Of, not, of, not late uh, night? A half hour to an hour oh, yeah. long. And then I have 11 late night appearances. <laughs> I have... I have more content than fucking anyone. <laughs> you just just write that every single day. Just post that I on can't Instagram. Post it. No, no, not truly, the video. I know, yeah, right. Like write. how my tally. <laughs> yeah. I would. I would like to remind people. I I forget look, sometimes. Don't look at my IMDb and you tell me like <laughs> I, that I'm not 73 years old and haven't been working in this business since 1961 because it looks like I have been. It is. I don't even know how many things I've done, but it is insane. And I just I. I would be more successful if I had an easier time looking at myself and I was a little bit or more bragging honest. about yourself. Yeah. I mean, I can, I can brag about my achievements, yeah. but I tricked everyone to get them. 
Well, <laughs> I did it. I did it. Only I, like 12 at a time. I didn't trick besties because this show, there's nothing I'm doing that's like sleight of hand or I feel like is sneaky. People that listen to the show and like me from the show just like me for me. And don't start, I don't need to start singing that song, but I'm you know not, the song I want to sing. I can feel it in my teeth. Um, but I really do. That's why I love this podcast. I feel like it's the first time where I go, I could look like anything and people would still listen. So thank you for that. When we get back, we are coming back with uh, our Wednesday segment that we do once in a while called Besties Being Guesties. And it is a very special bestie guest that I can't wait to this introduce you This guy knew you, you to. before Instagram. Before Instagram. Before the internet. Whoa. <laughs> Are you looking for some amazing TV to stream? Well, sink into your couch and indulge with the hits on Hulu you can't miss. We're talking some of the greatest comedies of all time. Absolute must-watch shows. Dive in with Barney, Ted, Robin, and the crew in How I Met Your Mother. All nine seasons of How I Met Your Mother are now streaming on Hulu right now. One of my favorite shows ever. And I mean, don't you want to know how he met their mother? Then go back home with the Dumfies, the Pritchetts, and the Pritchett Tuckers in Modern Family. Then you can start over with the Roses on Schitt's Creek. And then see what's up in the Kyle household in My Wife and Kids. We're talking every episode and every season of these shows. We're talking huge hits, streaming on Hulu whenever you're in the mood. I mean, can you even watch all of this? We think so. Head on over to Hulu and start streaming today. Now we're talking. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure... It kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily to die for is available now listen for free on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts
I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s. She looked like a million bucks. With zero qualifications. She had a Harvard plaque. Tricks her way past a wall of lawyers and agents. She's got all of these Maseratis and Bentleys all in the driveway. Is it like a mansion? Yes, it's a mansion. That this queen of the con uses to scam some of the biggest names in professional sports out of untold fortunes. About six million. Approximately $11 million. Nearly $10 million was all gone employing whatever means necessary to bleed her victims dry. She would probably have sex with one of her clients. Hide your money in your old rich man, because <laughs> she is on the prowl. Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Uh, it's Wednesday, and it's time for our new segment that we've only done once. This is our second time doing it. It's time for Besties Being Guesties. Besties Being Guesties. Yeah. Besties Being Guesties. Yeah. Yeah. Um, today's bestie, who is our guestie. Um, yeah, I wrote that, and I produced. Or no, <laughs> Noah produced. I wrote it. And um, Britney Spears inspired it. Um, Today's guest is a bestie that uh, got into the show. I don't know how he got into the show, but we'll get into that in a second. We'll probably get into that, yeah. Yes. You know what? You haven't been introduced yet, so you shut your trap over there, (laughs) mister. Yeah. And also, make your bed. (laughs) It's your bed, first of all. Second of all. I did put a comforter on there just recently. Yeah, it seems it seems made. It I made was, it, it was a little messy, and I was like, "Oh, should I should put this." You had to tossle it up, it up just bit. to make it look like I you didn't did. try too hard. Like, All right, right. Exactly. so our bestie, uh, who is a guestie today, is an old friend of mine who I we got reconnected recently through social media, found mm-hmm. each other. Uh, I met. Daniel is uh, here today. Daniel is someone I met in on spring break in two thousand two. Is it two? Yes, I believe it was two. Okay. Um, And I was a senior in high school. We were down in Destin, Florida. I was there with my sister, Lauren, and my other best friend, Lauren, who goes by Huffy. And we were down there with my family, and we met these boys. All staying in the same hotel? No, I no. We were staying somewhere else, but we met them. I don't. Here's the thing. I don't remember exactly okay. how we met, and Daniel is going to share that because he mm-hmm. almost told me the other night in Baltimore when I first mm-hmm. met. I saw Daniel for the first time in 20 years. I mean, this is 20 years ago. And can I preface this with 
spring break, you never run into your hookup or the person you meet on spring break 20 years later. Like, this never happens. Well, we didn't run into each other. It, it, it happened because I know. Found, we found each other. I know through. that. I'm saying it just doesn't. But I did always wonder about these boys yes. from Alabama that we called the Alabama boys. <laughs> we became really good friends. There was no hooking up, by the way. There, we were just friends. It, we, we loved them so much. We probably all, we, we kind of like had crushes on you, but we didn't even know how to like fucking, we'd think about that. But we were just friends and got along so well. We went back to St. Louis and you know told all our friends about the Alabama boys. <laughs> I think they came to visit at one point, but we lost touch over the years. And I kind of always wondered if I would ever meet them again or if they would ever see me on TV and be like, is that the girl from St. Louis that we met? Yeah. If they would, you know, if they would go on their Alabama boys text chain and go, "Hey guys, turn on the TV. I think one of the girls we met." It's one of the Missouri girls. And it turns out I think that is what happened. Daniel um Daniel was no offense to Lee and and uh Dan, was it? Dan was yep. the other one? Oh, may I may I speak? Or not? Yeah, not you can speak, I guess. Okay. You were my yeah, favorite. Was... I don't want to yeah. be mean to them, but you were always we, my yeah. favorite. So that was my th that's what I was very excited about was that you got in touch. That's really nice because we've been debating this for a long time now. Like, first of all, do you remember? Second of all, who was your favorite? So that score has been settled. Thank you. <laughs> Did you have like long um, hair? Yeah, for sure. And I was yes. probably wearing a hat. Like I wore yes. a hat all the time. Yes. So I when you saw me, yeah. What kind of hat? Yeah, what kind of you hat? Baltimore, University like, of Alabama. Um, no, Auburn. First of all, uh, Andrew, it's you, Auburn. All I right? know you went to Auburn. You, I remember you and now. I talked at nauseam about this. <laughs> hey, I was nauseous. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I don't know if yeah, it probably was an Auburn hat or something like that. Right. Did you it comb your hair hat. forward? Like, um, like, yes. like swooped down. Yeah. Oh for sure. Oh yeah. for sure. Okay. That so was all the that's the rage. Daniel, how did we meet? Yeah. Like what was the circumstance? Okay. Because you seem to remember this and I stopped you before you told me because I go, just come on the show and let's relive I it. Because I, I was, it'll all come back yeah. to me. Yes. So I always thought it was two thousand one, by the way. But you think it was 2002. Yeah, so I'm pretty sure it was 2002. Yeah. Time to change okay. the tattoo. Right. I know, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> um, so uh, 2001, 2002, whatever it was, we were the ba the Alabama boys. So it was, it was um, Dan, Jake, Lee, and me. So there was a fourth. Dan, Jake, Lee. Yeah. And me. I, remem and I don't me. remember Jake. Sorry, Jake. Well, Jake was with Huffy most of the time. So okay. If you okay. remember that. Yeah. yeah. No, did they ever kiss or anything like that? Um, yeah, yes. maybe lightly. 69, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. No. I mean, at the time, I'm sure I knew this, but I can't believe I've forgotten <laughs> yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, no. Okay. Um, so, actually, I talked to Jake. I haven't talked to Jake in a while, and we talked for like an hour and a half last night to like oh, nice. try to catch up. So. Oh, and remember um, some stuff? Yeah, and remember some okay, stuff. Okay, cool. So yes. Yeah, so definitely they they were together. They were like on uh, off by themselves for most of the trip. But oh, we were at we were at the Crab Trap in Destin, Florida. It's oh, this yeah. like I think it's like a local chain now, probably. Yeah. And uh, and uh, it's probably not a place that we would want to go anymore. Yeah. But we were all standing. We uh, I remember go, going to the beach. They had like a little beach bar, and we went down there and got um, some virgin pina coladas. <laughs> and we were just drinking those down on the beach. You know, we're like 15, 16. Um, and so then we come back inside and we're hanging out in the restaurant. And then we're like waiting for our table. And these three lovely ladies approach us. And we're like. They approached you. They approached us. And Nikki. <laughs> Not every day you see them. Like, I know. 
You've like blocked this out of your memory, but you approached us. Damn. <laughs> yes. You saw some yes. virgins drinking virgins. Hell yeah. Exactly. yeah. Extra virgin <laughs> is what you saw. Oh my God. Um, that, that, so, that does not shock me because yeah. we uh, we had had a spring break before our spring break. Oh, one, we had gotten approached and like things happened with some boys. Okay. And so I think I was feeling a little confident in 02. I'm a senior. Mm -hmm. I got nothing to lose. I got my little sister. I got to show her how it's mm -hmm. done. And I think mm -hmm. that I just, and you guys like seemed so nice. And we were. We are. And not we intimidating. Still are. Yeah. We still yes, are. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we were like, you know, we were on the, we were kind of nerdy. Um, what was her line? Like, Do you remember her first line? Oh, no, not at all. We were all just like stunned. Like these, these <laughs> women come to us and we're like, girls don't talk to us. Like, it's what's funny. happening? These women. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was wild. Um, so, yeah, you guys came and talked to us and we were just like, I can't believe this is happening. And then we, um, <laughs> We, you know, we had dinner and, or we, so we went, we had dinner separately. Like we were at a yeah. table, you were at a table. And then, um, I think we, this is where I need your help. We think we, we like went our separate ways, like went back to our hotel condo, freshened up and, and met again that night. We definitely did. Yes. Okay. That's yes. Um, and so like we, that, we did. Went, you have phones? Yeah. So that's phones. the thing. Okay, we didn't. I don't. We know didn't if we had have phones. phones. Oh. I don't think we had so phones. So you guys so just like, how did meet we do a, this? Meet at the palm I tree. No. Yeah. Meet at the palm tree at nine. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like the address. Like we, we would probably have to look at a map said or like meet back around here at this time yeah. and like we'll yeah. yeah we'll meet up. <laughs> meet me yeah. at the pier. Yeah. So you meet up. So you get freshened up. Are you guys thinking like oh my god like. I, what am I gonna spray an extra like obsession on or something? Um, yeah, like, some obs obsession woods. for men. Yeah, <laughs> some woods. Clinique yeah. happy. We're all just like bathing in it. Yeah. <laughs> you guys have to be excited too, leaving and then going to meet. I mean, there's three boys. There's three of you. Yeah, I mean, but I gotta be honest. Four, my I was not. I was not boys, like sorry. thinking hookup. I was just like I no. just wanted to meet cute boys. Like I was. Yeah. I did not yeah. have like dick on the brain. Like I wasn't like man. I can't wait to. Yeah, you know, suck and fuck. Like I, that yeah. was not Nikki Glaser two thousand two. I just wanted to be around cute boys brain. and flirt and have yeah. crushes. Like we just wanted. Yes. I just I, I still to this day just love being like oh my god boys like so excited and being like which one do you like like picking your favorite. But and that's like, hard though is because if there's three and then four of you who gets who. And yeah, that's exactly. always it wasn't hard on exactly. us. We get there's we we all we'll take have anything. Someone, yeah. <laughs> So, but there is thinking like that. Like, I'm sure when you guys were like, okay, I like the blonde one. Oh, I'm sure. You yeah, like yeah, the yeah. brunette oh, for one. Sure, for yes. sure. Yeah. Jake, you'll that's take all, anything. You know, right. <laughs> Jake, seriously. You, I mean, he was much no more experienced no than we were at that time. Like, Jake was. Huffy was kind of, I'll take yeah. anything too. <laughs> I love the I'll take anything. I don't anything know anything crowds. about Jake. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember, know. but Huffy was the one that was just like, "Who wants to make out with me?" Huffy was looking for some action. Yeah, and Jake is Huffy, your guy. Like yes. he, he was experienced. The, so yeah, that, those are perfect. the two friends that found yep. each. Uh, that makes sense. It is yeah, funny. We're yeah. like, Jake was experienced. What did he do? He kind of fingered a girl once. Yes. Like, like, yeah. like yeah. that was right. like, that was back then. That was way more than. Anything, oh my god, he was a lothario. Yeah. Um. So wait a second. Um. But, but something interesting about this is that it was me and my sister then. Like, if, mm -hmm. like oh. and my sister and I were not social together in high school. You know, she was popular and as a sophomore, and I was somewhere mm. in between as a senior. And so my sister had a lot more experience with boys, not just, mm. you know, physically, but like just being friends with cool boys than I really did. So it was, it's interesting to me that me and my sister did this together. 
Yeah. But we That's but we had a great time with you guys. Oh my god. And it was I think so it bonded much fun. us. So what did you guys do? Like throw a turtle or something? <laughs> throw a turtle? <laughs> what did we do? Well, so we went to your place. It's, did, did we meet your parents? Probably. Your parents there? Yes. Yeah, my parents are cool <laughs> okay. too, and I'm guessing I know. You met them. Yes, they were there. Yeah, they were there. We were staying with my okay. parents. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So we just hung, I feel like you had like two levels. We hung out down in the yep. lower level. Yep. And we just like talked. We were just talking for hours and hours and hours. Yes. Is what it, I is what I think. We love we were obsessed. Like I was like these are our best friends. Like I'm yeah. so yes. I was so sad when we had to say goodbye. Like there was this really intense bond that happened of like why don't these boys go to school with us? Yeah. Like, and we you know they're not going to graduate until next year where are they going to go to school like where mm-hmm. or how can we how can we have them in our lives like there was just like this longing for like why can't we why can't we have these kind of boys in our lives where where were they in high school for us i feel right. like there's an energy when you know when i'd go on a cruise you get the best you got the best daniel you got the mm-hmm. best Dan- you got the yes. best of nikki yes you know what i mean and and that energy so comes nice together and, and it's funny. like it, I don't know. It ignites when you have only yeah. a few days together. It really does. Even if it's friendship. I so re- you're like, where yeah. are these boys? You probably had some boys in Missouri in your school that yeah, we were had, similar. But, but you don't realize special. it. They just got our sense of humor right yeah. away, which is very unique totally. and absurd. You know, like mm-hmm. we were mm-hmm. definitely a different type. Like I, I hear it all the time of people being like, in high school, you guys were so like. Weird. Well, I just tell stories about the things we were like. The other day I was telling my boyfriend, I was like. Because Kirsten sent me this card for my birthday where she drew a picture of us now and then she drew a, a, a drawing of like this picture of us back in middle school where we used to just like wet our hair and slick it back. Mm-hmm. And we, in high school, we would refer to that photo of us from eighth grade as like, look at us, we look like such slick fucks. <laughs> so we would always be like, don't look like a slick fuck tonight. That kind, of, that kind of sense of humor in high school to refer to yourselves as, oh, oh I'm such a slick fuck. Yeah. Like we were really funny yes. and weird. And I don't yes. think a lot of boys who were trying to be kids New, these guys were not cut at all. We were not, there was no we were cut. Trying, yeah, we, and that's yeah, what was there was not an ounce of that in our in our bones. And I appreciate you saying that. Yeah. So how many days did you guys end up? Just that night was this one special Three night? Three or four days. Oh. It, had to have been so it was, like, like, it was yeah. several. If, we'll call it a few. <laughs> several. Um, <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and there, I, I think there was one time where we actually some, someone said we walked to Jake thought this. He was like we we walked. You were like on one end of Destin, we were on the other, and we walked the beach to you, which I think is insane. But does that I sound? Bet, I, I mean, that would sound accurate to me. Like back yeah. then, we would have walked to you. Like we yeah, were right. so uh, yeah. obsessed with you. And yeah. we came back with the story to tell our friends of like the Alabama yeah. boys. We found the yeah. best boys ever that are oh literally us in boy form. Yes. Of like same sense of humor, <sighs> like to talk about the same kind of things, like the same music. But there had to have been some kind of wanting yeah, to kiss. I did not. But I did. Here's I was the only time I had ever kissed someone was the year before in spring break. Yeah, two and it for was, two. But no, but I was <laughs> I, I it, the guy like was really aggressive, which okay. is what I needed. And these guys were not. Mm. A, no offense. You are not super aggressive sweet, boys no, that are going to like boys. make a yes. move. No, and no. I am not someone that's going to be like, but... I'm going to make a move. And so, I mean, at that point in my life, there was no, no I would have never been kissed had someone not been like very. I get that. But there it. must have been three or four days. That's like a 
Oh yeah, that's I, a substantial amount of time no. yeah, to had, form a crush. Yes, well, there were yeah. crushes happening. Okay, there were crushes. I had a crush oh, on oh. Daniel for sure because there were I had hard crushes. crushes. I had a okay. crush on the long-haired so one. Hard. Uh, okay, okay, so okay. hard okay. crushing. All right, okay. yes, right. yes. Like, don't get this seem very platonic, but I'm I'm no, thinking there's some crushes. Did Lee like my sister? I felt like Lee and my sister had more of a thing, and then Dan was somewhere just like floating in the middle. But I felt like you and I were like mainly. I don't know if we were friends or like we probably had mutual crushes and would never talk about it. For but sure. like it was a you and I, and I think it was yeah. my sister and Lee, and yes, then uh, Huffy you. and whoever. Yes, that was that's been a debate. I'm telling you, we've we've been debating this for <laughs> weeks now. And I'm like, Lee, you had the crush on Lauren. Yes, so yes, did. I he think did. you're absolutely right. Okay. Now, were you all? Were you Nikki's age at this point? Or no, were you, I'm a year younger. younger. Young, oh, yeah. right yeah. in between. Yeah. So that's yeah. another. Yeah. Yeah. Well, exactly. did you? When did you? Did you ever come across? Did you know of me before you put it together that I was the girl back then, or did we connect on Facebook at some point? Like, was well, there always so, yeah. an awareness of me? Um, oh God, I'm like sweating, guys. It's hot in here. Um, no, it's take fine. your shirt off or something. You want me to yeah. <laughs> remind you of spring it. break again? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's see that spring break body. Um, yeah, get on the bull bod now. Um, <laughs> um. So wait, what Prove was the question? It. Oh, like how did you, when did you, because someone made, someone, I got a text from Javi who I don't oh, really yes, even yes. talk to that much anymore. And she right. wrote a bunch of us being like, the Alabama boys got in <laughs> touch with me. This was two, yes. you know, three weeks ago. And I was like, yeah. oh my God. And for me, that sends back all of this nostalgia of like, my friends are out there. Like these guys uh -huh. that I was like so into. And honestly, I, I was thinking of you because I was thinking about the long haired one named Daniel, but I didn't remember your last name. And I was like, Oh my God! Like, who was it? And she sent it, and it was it was the other Dan. But I'm like, I know they're still friends. There's no way they're not still friends. And then I Googled, and then I th then then she sent me something, and then I just looked up your name, and I yeah. went to message you, and then you had already yeah. messaged me. It was loaded. I just hadn't seen yeah. it. And I was like, Yes, a connection yes. has been made. So what led to that? So um, I get so the other well, yeah, a few weeks ago, we were my wife and I watch a lot of um, trash TV, garbage TV, love it. And Thank so we you. were watching we, Bravo. I appreciate that you're doing that. And yeah, and um, <laughs> and uh, like an an uh, advert for your show came up, and I was like, "Holy shit, Nikki has a show on E now!" And so, and my wife was like, "Like, weren't you friends with her?" And I was like, "Yes, like we were, you know, the best of friends." So yes. Then we started, yeah, started thinking about this, and then um, and then my then the the guys and I are, are going to plan a trip, or we are planning a trip to Destin in November. So oh we were like God. just like talking about going back and um and we uh we're like just reminiscing about you know the trip with you guys and it's like guys we have got to talk to Nikki we've got to find her <laughs> and so and so with you it was like you've got a, a million people that pay attention to you and so it's like there's no way she's gonna see you know my message through all the you know yeah tit pics so i was like i could have i could have but we... i just missed it you know there's some days where yeah. i really would have seen it i'm yeah. so mad i did yeah. it but no, um it's okay so then we were eventually. like all right let's try your sister and she never got back to us oh but then yeah, that's even Huff, so so then lee so lee's the only one that still has facebook and so we're like lee what is huffy's name now because i'm sure it's changed so he <laughs> yes, he stalked her down changed. he found yeah so he found so her name good. yeah and we were like we were like huffy you know and then huffy so was the one her. that texted me and uh, made it yeah. all happen yeah because i told her i was like i'm going to go see your show in baltimore um you know then just we were reminiscing about the trip and yes yeah. it, 
uh, so what what happened to your life? So you went to we lost touch almost I would say within yeah. a year or two. Like you, I think you yeah. guys came to visit my family one time and stayed at our house. We did. You said, yeah. And that, Lee and yeah, I were I on a that. road trip. Yeah, we were on a road trip, and I don't even know how we got in touch with you and Lauren, but uh, I guess it was Facebook. And we you weren't there, but we stayed at your house. Telegraph, um, which yeah. was the mullet house. Oh my god! When <laughs> yeah, you said that, house. Andrew, the other day, it was like, oh my god, it was a mullet house. <laughs> yes. And dude, we oh my god, that house. I have so many memories in that house. I know we we're running short on time, but. Lee no, and I, no. we got on the David Letterman show. Well, we didn't get on the David Letterman show, but we were, became audience members by, we were at your house and we like, we knew we were going to New York City um, from St. Louis. And so we called the Letterman show to get tickets and they called us back and we had to answer a, like a trivia question and we got tickets. We were in your pool uh, and we, we got tickets to go see the David Letterman show. So oh, oh, that's your so house, fun. Uh, your house was so awesome. It was, it was so oh, cool. Oh, I love that you guys, God. Um, this, it makes me so sad that we'll never have this time in our life back where it's like, well, like yeah. we're young, free, free and like you just yeah. meet random boys. and You, you guys have, can cheat? I know, but it's just, <laughs> you can't do that anymore. You can't do that stuff. What if he grew his hair out? So you, what do you do now? Yeah, get um, that swoop back. Yeah, I, I mean, I could. It's actually thinning yeah. out a little bit. It's you look like you got a good now. You're fine. If, how old are you now? 36? 37. 37. So you're old. It's fine. Your hair's Every guy's got a couple that. more That's actually receding a little right yeah. now. Yeah, but no, it's, it is. if you've got little... most of it, you're okay. What what became yeah. of you? Well, give us me give me so, what your life is now. Yeah, thank you. So um, went to went to Auburn for uh, school. Tigers. And, yeah, and studied, uh, go Tigers, studied um, <laughs> like construction management. So I'm in construction. Um, and I interviewed with this company at school and they had a job offer in, um, Southern California. So I moved out there and was out there for like eight years and we were there. You, we crossed oh the path. Oh God, we were time. at the I know, same like we time. Were, we were in San Diego. Right, right there. I'm so no, mad. No, it was in LA. LA. Oh, you were in LA. We were in LA at the same time. Yeah. This is so annoying, Daniel. It's okay. so fucked up. So, okay. um, so anyways, uh, so yeah, then, um, Let's see, my wife and I got drunk one day and decided to go house hunting out there. And we were looking at a house that was like just, you know, cr crappy neighborhood, had offers already. It was like, and then it was like $1.2 million. And we are like, fuck this. We cannot stay here anymore. So we're like, let's leave. So we, long story short, moved to Baltimore uh, where we have this How did you massive meet your home where you're going to stay with us. Um, we met at a 40-year-old's birthday party out there in Pasadena. <laughs> a 40 40-year-old's yeah. <laughs> Did you know the guy? How did, it how did you both know It was like a new dating thing. Did you walk seven miles down a beach to go find yeah, it? Yeah, I mean, yeah. What, so, um, yeah. What, what do you mean it was a 40-year-old's birthday party? Um, it was like a mutual friend that we had, uh, an older an older friend. Okay. Um, she come up yeah. to How you? long did you date before? Yeah, did she approach um, you? So we were, was... yeah. Um, well, she like walked up the steps and she made some funny uh, motion with her body and arms and I was like I need to know you I like you oh, oh. that's cute and uh, drinking I had sex I with nine people yeah. with pina coladas yeah <laughs> so yeah it was I very I love those uh, those are my favorite stories of like how did you know or like what yeah, was it what yeah. was the what was the thing and she just did something yeah. funny that you were just, just like wait that funny. person's Yes. Like, I need her Love in my it. life. So we were friends for Aww. a long time. And then um, we, so she loves music just as much as How I do. How did you so take it from of, friends to to romantic? You were friends for a while. Um, you obviously liked was, her so much. Yeah. It was just kind of like, uh, hey, girl, you know. 
type Wait, thing. Wait, no, but oh, you know yeah. what I'm saying. Like, it goes from like you guys are both like she probably likes you, but doesn't really know if you like her. And then like, yeah. who makes the first? That's the most interesting moment yeah. I think in humanity wow. is that switch of like I'm gonna let, you're I'm taking gonna let you a down chance. I don't know. I, I, yeah, I don't know. I think um, you're, you're gonna have to ask her those questions. I, my memory. You're gonna have to find so out bad. because that's yeah. an important moment. Maybe she yeah. won't remember. I'm always shocked when people don't. Boys never remember those times where I'm always yeah. like, "What was the moment you knew?" What? He and I have it like, the, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a great. That? Yeah, that's a cool. She did, really did it thing. again. She, did she was it. outside a car dealership trying to flag people in. Um, <laughs> you, but uh, okay, so then um, you and you have a kid now. So we have a kid now. So she's amazing. I wish she's napping. Um, so my wife has COVID. It's been awful, and so she's. Yeah, you said she so, was has been had COVID for a while. Some people just while. can't get it out of their fucking system. Yeah. And it keeps so going. We both had oh, it twice. Sorry. We've done all this. Yeah, it's awful. So, yeah. anyways, what that means that our child uh, Vivian is her name. Uh, oh, she's great name! Some change. Oh my god, she's amazing. Um, she can't go to daycare for two weeks, so Ugh. we're both like, she's my wife works. I'm working. We're like trying to do live our lives. Oh my god, and, and you're doing a podcast. It's, it's do you call her impossible. Viv? Yes. We do. We call her Viv, Vivi. She calls herself Vivi and Vivian. That is a great um, all, name. Yeah. Congratulations. Have you met other Viv- you. Vivians? Um, like, the, no, they're all, po- well, they're all uh, dead now, but yeah. Yeah, that's like a, <laughs> that's a very, um, almost like an Esther, like an older yeah. How did Pearl you pick Vivian? Name. Um, it really, truly was my wife's grandmother's best friend's name. Which I oh, that's cute. And she just so passed away. Gr- your wife's gr- grandmother's secret yeah. lesbian lover. <laughs> Yes. That's what exactly. I Whenever grandmothers exactly. have best friends, like right. lifelong best friends, yeah, you go, right. oh, uh, it was a different time. They couldn't be yes. out. Um, well, I'm so glad your daughter's named oh after your uh, yep. wife's uh, <laughs> grandmother's. Lesbian grandmother. Yeah. Secret gay lover. Uh, no, that's so sweet. I was just saying on this weekend that like, because I, I kind of don't even know that if I ever want to get married, but you just, mm. I just, I and, but I do, would just end up calling whoever I was with my husband just so people didn't feel awkward when I was like 70 something being yeah. like my boyfriend like <laughs> oh, grandma's okay. having boyfriends yeah. is just too weird yeah, my they grandma think... used to have a boyfriend and it would always crack me up to be like my grandma's boyfriend Art well if they have a boyfriend <laughs> you assume their husband died yes you always mm. go oh, so when did your husband die three yeah, years ago you don't now think of you her ever... as just like a yeah someone that just kind of plays by her own rules <laughs> She's just a widow. <laughs> yeah, she's just a yeah. widow. All right. Well, we've ran the ga- gamut of this discussion. Um, yeah. Daniel, thank you so much for joining nice. us and taking thank time you out of so your much. COVID life. Yeah. It's my yeah. true honor. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're going to be friends awesome. now. Like, truly, um, I want to when I want a vacation together again. I want our families Seriously. to be friends. Like, <laughs> we, I have... We we made a I solid Jake. friendship. <laughs> yeah, Jake, what's Jake up to? You actually guys, you you two would be really good. You guys uh, look alike. Actually, you guys look alike. Straight up. Oh damn, yeah. he's receiving air. Will you guy? send me a picture of you boys back in the day? Yes. Because I really want to remember. Yeah. I, I what know what like. I have a very strong I, I have idea, idea of what they. I know Alabama the boys, and I Alabama boys. They really. <laughs> I think one of them had a gray T-shirt with their sleeves rolled up at one point. No, they Ooh, were like no kind of donuts. No. They were donuts, and do you know what I mean by donut? Okay, what, that was no, when. Okay, donut, it was a type of donut. guy. Yeah, so it was a type of guy that we were really into that would have like kind of be like into fish and like the Grateful Dead mm. and Dave Matthews that had the yep. swoopy long hair and were kind of like outdoorsy, not mm-hmm. not Hoosiers, not rednecks, but just mm-hmm. like like of the earth and wore like hemp, hemp. necklaces, and they weren't quite that, but they had that yeah, spirit we were, yeah. about them. 
Totally. But and Dunnuts comes from the fish song Wilson that goes Dunnut Dunnut Wilson, and so we called them Dunnuts. Mm. But you guys were you guys were on. What were your all favorite nice. band back then? Dave Matthews. Hootie. Dave Matthews. Sure. Oh, so that yeah. was probably I mean, what connected us. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That, that's all I needed that, back then. Yeah. And and the John Mayer, that John Mayer album that had <gasps> Neon yes, on it. Just, that was the that song. Just, that, that was, was the track. What, Which one? We Which were one? obsessed with Neon. Oh, my God. Yes. That, was that like is definitely the best. what made us all get along was just talking about yes. how much we love John Mayer Room for Squares. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh, he had just arrived God. on the scene. He was like indie, dude. Like no one knew about oh, him. Yeah. So to find oh, these totally. boys that knew about John yeah. Mayer, who I had seen open well, for Guster eight months Guster. prior. <laughs> like it was wild to be like, you guys know John Mayer too? And we would talk about the CD that like, you know, this is before CDs info. Like it's over before, you know, it was back in the day. 20 years later, Daniel Burson, Gosh, so good to have you on are. the show. Thank you for Thank you so listening much. to the show. Thank, Thank you, you for both. being a fan, Thank and you, Thank you for being my friend. <sighs> love you guys. <sighs> Daniel Burson, love you uh, too. Hope your wife See feels you soon. better. Yeah. Thank you. Give, give right. my love to the fam. Oh. Okay, bye. Bye, and, Daniel. And your grandma's friend who died. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Final thought. It's got to be so fun to reminisce like that. It was. It is so fun. It's and it, it. It's. You know what's so funny is like. I'm. I was even nervous to be like. I had a crush on you. Yeah, I and, felt tension very, the whole time. Not, it wasn't. There was literally no. Uh, tension. I felt a lot of tension. There was like one percent of me being like, <laughs> no, I'm "Well, kidding. what if that feels like I don't want? He's married. Like yes. I don't want that to be like a weird thing. Not that it would ever be, but I also I'm always kind of thinking of that, and also like it. Um, and there's a high school part of me is like. But I knew he liked me back. Like I, I wasn't a dummy. I just knew that we we literally loved each other. Like yeah, I no, loved a, him. I he's a he's a very kind soul. I just I guess was like, oh my god! Like, but we were both too scared to ever like make a move on each other. I, I mean, and it felt so comfortable with him that I knew that he was never going to make a move. You know, like it was not. I wasn't no, he's constantly the kind of guy. being like, oh my god, you might kiss me, and then it would make it weird because we're friends. Like it was a friendship of like. Someday we'll probably get together. Not anytime soon. I don't feel threatened by this person because there would be guys that I'd be friends with, and then all of a sudden you you get the vibe that they sense that you like them, and then things fucking get weird. Yeah. And with him, it was just I really I think we said I love you back then. Like I really was like I love I loved them, loved them. I could see you guys doing it through Dave lyrics, you know. Yeah. For sure. Probably. Yeah. Oh, I would do that with boys all the time, and as soon as it would get a little bit too like lover laydown would come on, and I'd be like, "This is too much about sex. Like, let's get back to tripping billies. <laughs> let's keep it light in here. Let's get back to a song about deforestation." <laughs> is that about... what it's about? No, I, I mean he writes uh, a lot about like don't drink the water. What's in it? Um, the the pollution. Oh. Uh, and the white man. I like that one song uh, about the bar. T- Bartender, oh, make me please. a drink. Yeah, fix me a dr- drink. Uh, I don't need to think. Whatever yeah. that song, He's that just a that sad one chorus is. I just remember like drinking in my twenties, being like, "Man, Dave gets it." Like I'm so like I that know, was any the- song that makes you feel cool about drinking. God, it's just <laughs> fuck yeah. Anything that'll just. Yeah, yeah. So cigarettes, even like you know, Mad Men, making me feel like it's cool, like to smoke. There's so many things that make you feel cool. Mad Men that culturally just convince you that it's the right thing to do. Um, oh God, reminiscing. This is where I get really sad because I'm just like, God, being a teenager was the fucking best. The po- the possibilities that were like just endless, and I feel like the more the older you get, the less time you obviously have, but the more like. 
everything gets smaller. Yeah. And like you can't have everyone in your life that you want to have in your life. You can't have friends around constantly. Everyone has a job. Everyone has a wife. Everyone has a husband. Everyone has kids. Like you just, it can't, you can't keep the party going. And there's something about that that like, I think that that's why I'm still single and have the job that I have. I want to keep the party. I want to keep the hang going. Not the party. I'm not a partier. I don't like going, this is the way it's going to be forever. Mm -hmm. Now we're, I don't like commitment. Um, And I think I'm right to not like commitment because it it (laughs) makes it so you can't change. Slower. I don't like commitment because (laughs) it means that's what you're due to you till you die. And it reminds me of death. And that's why commitment scares me. But the commitment could be with you while you change. You change no, together. But I know, but that but you'll always be with that person. And that means that there will never be anyone new in your life. There will never be another way, especially with a romantic relationship. You'll never get that butterflies in your f- stomach of someone new that you met that, oh my God, what could this be? Mm-hmm. You'll never have the first date. You'll never have the first kiss. You'll never have... and. That's the, And I'm only thinking about this for relationships because I literally, that feel I get that feeling for a new job, for a new restaurant I find, for a new pet I get. But those things I can have for a new friend I meet, a new show, a new song. I, those things I will, I can do over and over and over. There's no limit. But a partner, you get one and then you have to keep it and then you can never and yeah, you can do, like I was saying yesterday, you can role play and like pretend it's someone new, but you never really get the excitement of something new again. But here's the thing. I think, for me at least. But you get so much you more get, out of the fact that you grow together and you have such an intense relationship. That's not what I was going to say. That's not what I was going to say. What? That's not what I was going to say. Okay. What were you going to say? I was going to say, um, <laughs> what do you think? about tacos no you no i was gonna say this and i really do think it's a fucking real point that the new thing that you experience all these new things you're experiencing you're experiencing with someone else so you could experience 99 new things except for the one new partner but all those new things will feel great telling someone else how great they are but i can always but if i had a partner i could tell them about how great a song was and i could still if they allowed me to have other partners or if society allowed me to have other partners Look, or even can... i allowed myself to have, but no it's it's not even about like like i want other partners it's about the fact that it's it just won't work you cannot in a in a in relationships having multiple partners even if i wanted it, it it's not sustainable it doesn't work it it ends up de- like if i get a new friend it doesn't deteriorate my other friends if i get a new dog it doesn't deteriorate people don't if i have two kids no one says oh, you have two kids but what about your one kid now you, you don't have enough love for two well maybe i do well where it works is if so why can't i have enough love why you can it's just you can't in society or whatever, however the hell we want to talk no, about it. No, I know. It, I feel the same way. I you don't want my boyfriend to have two girlfriends. You can't take it to the next level. You could have multiple. You could be dating. If you didn't have a boyfriend, you could date there's 10 different no guys. There's no point in having a crush for me unless there's the opportunity that it could be forever, which is uh, ironic because I don't want forever. Before, but the, I, the, the, the fantasy that we could get married and all these things that I, I play out if that isn't possible because I have a partner in which that keeps me from those things, it's like dreaming about flying. I'm not going to fucking fantasize about flying. It's I can't fly. What I'm saying is you take, if you take a partner out of it, you can have everything you're saying. You can have all these new experiences. You just can't make one solidified. You could have, 
there's no problem dating multiple people. I no know, one cares. No but, one gets hurt. But what I'm talking about is I, I have the fantasy want, uh, of the one. Yeah. And that when you have the fantasy you of the one and then you get the one, yeah. you can't have more. It's 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 like I feel about Christmas. I never want to open my Christmas presents because then the fantasy of what it could be is over and you just have, but then you have the present, Nikki. Go play with the present. The present isn't as good as what the present could be ever to me. And there's something that I got to work on in therapy. Thanks for listening to the show. That's a wrap. I got to go. That is that. We, that's how I wrap every day. I'm going to go do a podcast with Jason Nash. Is it going to be good? Yeah, just a little bit of a dash of me and him and some other people. I'm going to a studio down the street. Um, it's going to start at 2 and then I'm going to go to pickleball. I'm going to go hang out with my boyfriend and all of his friends. I hope he doesn't ask me to go on the court because I can't uh, hold a racket and I don't have a skirt. A skirt would be a cute thing to wear to tennis. If I find a cute outfit, then maybe um, I'll feel like Elaine Bennis. Cool and chic and fun and nice. That's the end of this. And now go uh, like, get I, me some ice yeah. another ice machine that my boyfriend fixed the other night because he was so efficient and he's a boy and I can't do it and I've been delaying calling the super and this isn't a wrap anymore it's just a fact alligator turtles mice and cheese everyone has nothing if you don't get off your knees stop crawling towards the sun and run to the moon if we're not eating hard we're not eating with spoons all right, guys, thank you for listening. Don't be cut and Jake. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is... To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. 
Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love at first listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.